And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast. Here to talk about yet another win. Oh, it wasn't a win. Dave went to St Albans, and he brought home a draw. I know. I I, I tried my exactly. best. I I tried my best to uh, to bring home a W. But um, yeah, if I could have jumped on the pitch and tapped in some of those chances, we, we probably would have lost because having me on the pitch is going to be a massive disadvantage to you. So. Was this your master plan to bring everyone down to earth a little bit? Oh, well, I, I I didn't I didn't join in with the uh, with the chance, although there were a couple of them that were quite catchy, which I was uh, I was quite tempted to, but I, I did have to stop myself on a couple of occasions. And so also not, here, not quite. Oh, go on, Dave. <laughs> You're not believing. Well, you text to say I think I might be believing when we were one nil up actually, well, but for well, the record, if we'd have won, I think I would have been. I think I would have even sung oh. the song. I'd have gone full donkey from Shrek. <laughs> so <I> close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've also got Sheridan Robbins here tonight. How are you doing, Sheridan? No, yes, I'm good, thank you. Recovered from yesterday? Oh, just about. I thought we were going to concede late on just to top off the stress of my day yesterday. <laughs> um, but no, I think... A hard-earned point. We love a point away from home, don't we? That's always positive. So we take it and we go again. For those of us who don't know, tell uh, give a very brief <laughs> summary of your stress yesterday afternoon. Just for people who don't know. I'm not asking to go into details. Well, let's just say that when Yeovil Town were relegated to the National League South, there was a bit of... Wonderment as to how some of this kit would work in some of these grounds in the National League South. And so far, we had got to January with no issues. But at St Albans, it was not having any of it. And I spent an hour and a half trying to get on, maybe even two hours, trying to get online. Couldn't do it. The only way we were going to be able to do commentary was via my mobile phone, but it just sounded dreadful. So we decided that I would just sit and watch and do half-time and full-time updates. So I ended up just watching as a fan, which was nice, but a little frustrating. Okay, that's it. We'll end it there. That's, <laughs> uh, that's all we'll say about it. Okay. So, unchanged lineup. Yep, completely. Reese Murphy and um, Jake Hyde missing from the bench which we'll get on to uh, afterwards. Um, but, you know, I think after the performance last week, that was a, uh, you know, no arguments with the team selection. And we came out looking pretty sharp, didn't we? Yeah, just on just on the bench, Jordan Stevens was on the bench, although I didn't notice him. And then looking on the HP source this afternoon, he is very well, uh, very uh, thoroughly attired for someone who was going to come 
He was nowhere done. near getting yeah. ready to come on at any point. No. Fully tracksuited. <laughs> yeah. Just a name on the bench, I think. Just a name on the bench. Well, not a bad name to have on the bench, I thought, but um, which which would suggest that he's edging closer, which we've heard before, haven't we? But... He was in the HP Source video on Friday, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. When they do the whole shooting from the edge of the box thing yeah. with no defenders around and always put it top bins. Um, (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, so line up you know I thought no changes and yeah you'd you'd think let's go Um, obviously the evening before we found out about David Noble moving on to Wildstone to become their manager and who else left was there one of their strikers left no his fullback wasn't it Dylan Farge who, oh yes, yeah, the, Forge, the, the wing back. Forge, yeah. who yeah. hadn't played for them that much. I did drop a, a message to Lee, the St Albans fan, who was on uh, Friday's episode, and he said he didn't really fit with the formation that they play, or didn't really fit. But then he went and scored a goal for Worthing, didn't he, against Torquay? <laughs> so yeah, it can't be that bad. But um, he hadn't played for them for certainly the last three or four games. I don't think so. How much of a miss he was for them, I don't know. But the manager was definitely, um, you would think, a miss, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, of all the people to miss. Yeah. Um, talk me through the first half. Then, what was the uh, sort of feeling as we come out of the come out of the blocks and seemed to be on fire, pretty much? Yeah, I mean, it was a lightning start, really. Um, of course, I mean Sam Pearson clearly. Buzzing from his two goals against Hemel, I thought he was excellent. Um, probably could have had a goal himself. Um, him and Jordan Young were linking up really, really nicely. Um, and before we did get the opener, which was what, 17, 18 minutes in, I think it was. But before that, we'd had a couple of probably even easier chances than that. And really, they couldn't get out of their own half. It was a really, really strong start. Um, didn't really have too much defending to do um I I feel like since I've my last game was Taunton we we had a lot more width than I remember us having um which was was quite nice to see um and he just I think Sam Pearson's just given us a little bit of a different dynamic going forward and means we we've always known that that Jordan Young kind of likes to drift in and out and go centrally and go go out wide as well and I just thought he had a little bit more freedom um and yeah, Sam Pearson was very unselfish and laying the ball off to to Jordan Young. And um, yeah, a nice little finish. And obviously you guys in the way end got to change ends, didn't you? It was unsegregated. So um, I imagine you've got a very nice view of that goal. Yes, yes. I don't know where what part of his body it hit, uh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Young on the on the way in. Might have chested it in, might have done something, but I mean it doesn't really matter as long as it hit some of him and went in. But yeah, I agree with you with Pearson because he was kind of playing through the middle in the in the first half. I think second half he he, he got pulled out wide a lot more. But um uh but yeah, I mean he's a different he's he, he's he's not he's not a uh, stereotypical number nine by any stretch of the imagination, is he? But um, he definitely caused their um, centre half problems. I thought at the beginning, just because he never stops running, really. Um, and he, and he, in fairness to him, he didn't stop running the entire game. But um, yeah, he, we, we, we caused. And I don't think anybody 
um, could have could have doubted uh, that we deserved to go ahead when when we did go ahead. So yeah, I mean, as starts go, twenty minutes or whatever it was that we scored in, that's that's pretty good, isn't it? Then was uh, the songs were going in the uh, in the away end, and uh, I was trying my best not to join in with as many of them as I could. <laughs> <laughs> One ones that would be, be, betray my uh, my creeping belief, although Ian's <laughs> probably going to tell you what I put on the WhatsApp uh, chat now. <laughs> he believes. He came close. <laughs> he, starting, he came close. <laughs> yeah. Starting to believe. Yeah, the the exact words. Uh, I think there was an emoji on it as well, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Probably... I think you were in. Nah, I think uh, yeah. I, I, at that point, am I starting to believe? Was you see, there was a question mark at the asked, end of it. There yeah, wasn't there? It was, yeah. There was a question mark, so I left myself a little bit of wiggle room there. So I'm not, <laughs> not, not, um, not, not completely there yet. But no, I, I mean, St Albans managerial um, departure aside, I think they're a good side. I mean, they were a great side when we played them. Um, uh, I thought they were a really good side when we played them at Jewish Park, and yesterday I think they showed they were a very good side as well. I'd say out of they're, they're the only team that I've seen us play twice this season, uh, and I would say they're probably the best team I've seen in 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 this division across two games, obviously. Um, so yeah, to be doing what we were doing at that point to them. That said, straight after the goal, there was a little bit of a heart in mouth moment when um, I think it was Sean Jeffers, wasn't it, that had the had the shot? You, you obviously the HP source you. A long way, uh, poor poor Dan. He's he's right down the other end, so the, you, you can't really see anything. But um, yeah, it, it won't surprise you that the uh, I don't know what his position in the Michael Smith fan club is was came running up to me when Michael Smith kicked Sean Jeffers' chance <laughs> of the line. He was patrolling. He was patrolling. <laughs> he said. <laughs> it was yeah. a superb block. It was, it was a superb yeah block. yeah. But that that was that was the problem, wasn't it? They they've got some pace going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were hitting us on the break because I mean was that before or after we hit the post I can't remember that was before we hit the post but after the goal I think well and we'd had a couple of chances before then so you just thought they have got goals in them and we needed to take our chances and we had so many in that first half that we really should have taken but as you say I think and possibly just after the block Joe Day as well with a fantastic yeah. save yeah. And tipping it over. Um, yeah, so he made a few fantastic yeah. saves, Joe Day. I thought yesterday. Absolutely, especially actually, despite our dominance in the first half, because I do think it was a game of two halves. Mm-hmm. Um, the the best saves I think actually came in the first half um, because the way we the way we started the second half and ended the first half were very similar. I mean, we ended the the first half really poorly. I thought, um, and they really could they could have equalised. Um, before half time, um, but we really we should have been two or three up, shouldn't we? I mean, some of those chances that Jordan Young missed. Yeah, yeah. I was um, I, I actually I'd actually forgotten though because there were after his goal there were three chances that he had, um, and I don't know why, but I, I had two in mind. The one where he hits the post, obviously, was I, I kind of think he, he does everything that he can do um, the, with with that one. Um, I think it's the last one where he puts it quite high over the bar, where you've got Newblay um, tearing in, and, and and but then there was another one in between, which 
I must have seen, <laughs> but but it, it, it escaped my um, escaped my memory uh, when I was trying to recall it uh, after the game. But um, but yeah, there was you know the players coming in, and I, I said this the other week that it sounds ridiculous to be criticising uh, Jordan Young. He scored what twelve? Is it twelve goals now? Was that his twelfth goal? I think, and he's got however many assists he's got, um, and yet you just think if he put his foot through a couple of chances. I mean, there was one in the second half which annoyed me more than more more than anything. Or he he played playing. It just it's like he's trying to score the perfect goal occasionally. Um, and don't get me wrong, he, he's got the he's got the ability to take on players that in a way he does. And I love seeing um, attackers running at defenders and defenders backpedaling. But yeah, sometimes it's just that. I don't think he's the only one that was guilty of that either. No. I think a few of our players that were trying to knock it about on the edge of yeah. the 18-yard box and just put your foot through it. Like, yeah. I actually think Frank is probably the best at not doing that. Maybe that's his, his experience. But some of our build-up play was good. But if you kept it more simple, we'd have had a lot more shots at goal. And yeah. and I, that, was, that was the frustrating thing. And I think I said in my halftime report that Jordan Young could have had a hat-trick easily. Probably yeah. should have done um, in that first half because they weren't just good chances. They were unbelievable chances that you would put good money on him scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we really, we probably didn't dominate the ball, but we certainly had the more clear-cut chances in that in that first half and, and we should have been, the game should have been done. I noticed on the HP source on that, that last one where I probably should have squared it to Nuble and his reaction was a bit I think there was a couple of Dan's got a good position of seeing all of those yeah. shots that should have been passed yeah. um <laughs> on that on that video and it's kind of looks yeah there's a couple where Frank's looking... running into the box didn't he? yeah there were two yeah. where Nuble's arms go out don't they but yeah but it wasn't it was only one yeah and you you well let's get into that second half and the view of the goals, not amazing, but no. the defending was as amazing as the view of the goal. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to turn over to Sheridan for this one because I was far too far away to see anything more than you see on that video. It was so, so poor. And what was it, two minutes into the second half? But even yeah. before that, we just looked sloppy. We looked so, and that is, it's, I the only the compliment I can give them is I've never seen them play like that. Like, it was just really, I don't know, what it what I mean, it's been a bit of a theme, as Mark sort of said to me afterwards, that the way they're starting the second half, whether it's sort of a mental thing or they need to need to work on, but um, whether the fact that St Albans as well had had some good chances just before the halftime whistle really really spurred them on, um, and and Gary who was sat who was sat next to me kept saying about that slope in the second half and how much it was going to make have an impact on the game, and it and it really did. I mean. Just such a simple header, and I just I mean, and Vice had a good game. I thought he was quick, he was dynamic, but he won't have an easier chance really. And we we did look a bit shell shocked from it, um, I think, and we just did not not deal with it at all. And I remember saying that first half that when you're top of the league and you've got as much of a point advantage as we have. You often talk about the attacking players, but in that first half, we did still have to do some defending. We're talking about how good Michael Smith was, how 
Morgan Williams made a really good block as well. And Joe Day having to make some good saves. So it was very uncharacteristic of us defensively, I thought. Yeah. And, uh, and I seem to remember Worthing as well when they uh, they scored. Um, it's almost like cause control has been, I mean, Mark Cooper uses it every time, um, doesn't he, about our, our performances. And that control just seemed to be missing in a lot of that second half. Um, and there were misplaced passes and, like you say, people running into blind alleys. Um, yeah, that seemed to be what was missing. But I think, you got, I mean, their, their interim manager didn't give us much credit, but I think you've got to give them credit for, um, for, for, for what they did because they absolutely came out and, yeah, tore us apart for, for a, a good period of that, um, of that second half. We still had chances. You can obviously see those on the on on the video and um, the one. It was probably getting quite towards the end of the game. The one that really annoyed me about Jordan Young and it annoyed me more now. I've seen it on the video. Was he gets in? He's basically like clean through. I mean, there's defenders uh, sort of coming coming towards him, but they're coming from the other side of the page. Um, and he just delays and delays and delays till the um, you know the defenders get get to him, but you just think just pull the trigger at some point. No, no, no I'm not saying he's get, you know nailed on to, to score, but when you're in a position like that, you've got to make the keeper do something. Um, and he and 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 he didn't, and then he just sort of like ran into trouble, and it went back out again, and it petered into not very much. But yeah, it was it was that one where you just think. Just, just hit it. Um, and I thought as well that Pearson got pulled out very wide on that right-hand side. And as we all know, I'm no tactical genius by any stretch of the imagination. So whether that was a deliberate ploy or whether that was um, just where he was being able to get the space. I mean, he never stopped running. And he always, whenever he got the ball, he always looked like he could um, could cause problems. But I think having him out wide left us without much of a focal point in the, uh, in the yeah. middle. Or so far out there, weren't we? I mean, how much defended did Frank do? Yeah. I mean, at points, he was our best defender. Like It was frustrating because then you haven't got him up front. And we, I felt when we got forward, we just didn't have anyone in the box quick enough, which took me back to the last few years. And that's what's always <laughs> been the problem, is not getting bodies in the box quick enough. Yeah. But I, I don't know whether that was just we were kind of rocked by... The pitch, the pitch wasn't great, was it? It was kind of cut it out. There was a lot of crunching tackles going in, shall we say? Um, and I thought we looked very, very physical. Whether we just mistimed a lot, a lot of them. Yeah, um, just, some of the crunching tackles were ours, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Worthington could find, be a bit lucky at points. Um, so whether we just couldn't really adjust to the the pitch, the conditions, and the fact that we'd been ped back, which you know, when you are winning so often as we are, just just kind of lost control of it a little bit. Um, and probably the first time I've seen us have to defend backs to the wall. And just we just sat too deep, I thought, in, um, in terms of we did have our, our chances. And, and you did think, actually, the longer it went on, that we would have that final chance to, to nick it at the end. Yeah. But didn't quite come. Yeah, I posted the interim manager's uh, comments on our on our Twitter, and I noticed uh, because I got back at ridiculous o'clock. Thank you, Aviva Northwestern. Um, uh, the, um, Frank Nuble replied at like midnight or something, saying um, 
uh, that no, no nobody likes us in this division, but um, they they all bring their A game to us, and that's all the respect we need, kind of thing. So, and and that's absolutely what you say about St Albans. I don't think St Albans have, have probably played better this season than they did in that second half. They might have. I don't watch them, obviously, but but um, but they if they if they if they played like that every game this season, like they did in the second half, they would be right up there with us. I mean, also they're on a very good run. Yeah, so, yeah. Four wins in a row, wasn't it, before then? Yeah. I think they were, uh, when I'd looked, it was on the last 10 games, they were above us in the form table. Yeah, yeah like, they, they were, were in a really, really good position. Um, So it was never going to be an easy game. And I think if you'd have asked me before kickoff, I'd have taken a point. Um, yeah. Frustrating that we didn't take our chance in the first half. But they'll say they didn't take their chances in the second as well. Yeah. I mean, they had that one chance that the goal music went on for. So, yeah. well, uh, flash scores flashed up on my bus, my watch, and told me they'd scored. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it was close, wasn't it? I mean, I was on the side, so I couldn't really see. And then they put the goal music on, and, and Joe Day is just touching the ball, like, no, 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 it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how flash scores were so quick because I had, I was. I'd managed to listen to it and it was obviously delayed. It was behind what, you know, as it is when you listen online, behind when it's actually happened. And like my phone went off and said it was a goal. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and just waited for the goal. And then a goal never came. Yeah. Is there, is there <laughs> How far behind is this? <laughs> with just a big red button that as soon as it thinks it's a chance, just hits it. <laughs> Must be. I mean, that was a good chance. Did Morgan Williams get a touch on it, I think? And then it... I can't see from where I am <laughs> what goes on. All I saw was Joe Day fall on it. And that was all I needed to see. It was literally just a, a melee of bodies. I have no idea what happened. No, absolutely madness. Absolutely mad. But they, I mean, that was in a real purple patch for them. And I think I probably, I think it was when I was texting you and being like, we're going to do well to get a point out of this because they are just relentless. And we were defending over and I thought Jake Wannell was superb in that second half. It was nothing he couldn't deal with. Um, I just thought he had a shaky start to the second half, but he's just his control uh, at the, on the edge of the box is just a joy to watch. Um, and probably the reason we we got away with the point because there were some very good chances that they had in that second half. I think a big point in that second half as well was the injury to Michael Smith, which may not have affected us too much on the day, but depending on how bad it is, he's been such a key part of us and this season since he's come in that almost irreplaceable at right back. So hopefully it is just for Tuesday night in Slough, but a worrying one. Yeah, He knew straight away, didn't he? Yeah. Because as soon as uh, he did it, he, he put his hand up and he was doing the universal sign of the substitution. Um, so, yeah, he knew exactly what it was. And, you know, 35-year-old guy is going to is going is gonna to know and know that the best thing to do was to take it off. And I've said that because now you're going to ask, what did we do defensively? And I'm going to say, I've no idea. <laughs> I, just I was going to say, up. how did... How did we shape up? What was going on. I, I, I think because Falston came on, didn't he? And Whittle moved across. <laughs> Is that right? That's correct. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought happened, but uh, like I say, I wasn't really following it. <laughs> I thought Falston did well when he yeah. came. So not weren't we defending a free kick um, when Michael Smith went? <laughs> 
You could have been. We could have been doing many things. How many train beers did you have, Dave? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, we won't. My my train journey was similar to Sheridan's battle with St Albans's twenty uh, first century telecommunication. Oh god, yeah, we were defending a free kick. Um, so for for Fulston to have to come on for Michael Smith, who not only is just an unbelievable footballer but such a leader on that pitch as well um I thought he did brilliantly he cleared a few off the line and on the he got into a good position on the edge of the box to boot a couple of balls away so um yeah I imagine we're going to see a bit more of him going forward but yeah not an easy game for him to come into um especially when we were under the cosh a little bit um but yeah one that gives me confidence going forward but it is funny when you lose my I mean I know Alex Whittle is is 30 I think but you just suddenly look at that defense and you're like oh losing a lot of experience yeah. just losing Michael Smith um so yeah it's going to be a blow but I mean what I will say is Mark did seem he doesn't often you know say if it's not the truth and he did didn't seem too concerned no about he it spoke about it being a, a, de- a game or yeah and he wasn't he wasn't hobbling he wasn't you know i think he he he's probably so experienced that you know some of those players that just keep powering through he just yeah. knew because he'll miss too much football so i'm hoping that he knows that if he just misses one maybe two games that he'll be all right i mean he did say we had a fully fit squad going into the game at the weekend as well. On <laughs> so. yeah. fully fit, except for. Oh yeah, people tweet me about that. I was like, I didn't. I wasn't there. I don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Were... I didn't I injure the... Murphy and Hyde. I promise. <laughs> the thing is not it, it is that experience, but it's also that outlet going forward that he gives us is gives us, and there's no one else who's going to be able to do that in that team that was, i don't think but that was interesting if you saw alex whittle's pre-match press conference in that how he's been told because we've got michael smith first michael smith to get forward on that right hand side that yeah. he doesn't actually use that part of his game that he did before at his previous clubs so is there something that you can I've, we've not really seen that from alex whittle have we so no no fun. it's like just the young smith combination has been so effective that we've not really tried it down the other side i suppose so maybe that's the the answer what would you do tactics imagine (laughs) tactics yeah yeah oh no yeah i'll let you know the one that it was (laughs) it was uh when i was listening to alex whittle's pre um the press conference before the game um i I looked at the number of clubs he's had and the number of games he's played and and i hadn't realized he was at chesterfield for such a long time when they got to the playoffs in in the national league twice um he is an experienced player like you say i don't know if it's just because he he looks more youthful (laughs) uh whereas michael smith obviously like me got the uh he's a, like you <laughs> silver head that's the only comparison oh, hair, okay. co- hair color is the only comparison between me and michael smith i haven't got an accent to die for i haven't got anything like the you know the the football inability he has gray hair that's it that's all i've got <laughs> the comparison starts and stops there <laughs> Um, but yeah, he looks more experienced, I think. Whereas, uh, yeah, 
Dave's vying people. for right back. You're vying for right back on Tuesday night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Michael, uh, I wouldn't want to go to training with Michael Smith if he hears me say that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Watsy gets so close to you sometimes as well. He's just in case <laughs> yeah, you're Michael yeah, Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go on, and I want you to tell your Slough story, Dave. Uh, <laughs> did you sample any of the Scran? Uh, St Albans. I didn't because the queue was ridiculous. Um, oh. but I did see Watsy um had some and spoke very highly of it. And I noticed Deb's um had a what looked like a, a pretty amazing chicken burger. I saw some amazing looking and smelling things come past me. Um, but I I I I just can't be bothered standing in a queue to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, Sheridan, did you sample anything? I didn't. No, um, I was too stressed. <laughs> no, so dad, time dad, did, and dad said it was very nice so um... do you want some food Jordan? no i don't <laughs> i want this bloody thing, oh, to thing to work. <laughs> shout out to katie and mitch who was shouting my name while i was trying to do some interviews and i had to just give them the finger so, <laughs> it was that kind of day yeah. Can, can, can I just say that Katie's capacity to drink Jaeger bombs amazes me. <laughs> amazing. She had she had at least four Jaeger bombs in the pub before the game. It was unbelievable. One of a kind. She's one of a kind. I, I tip my hat to her. I absolutely do. And what fizzy piss did you have, Dave? <laughs> this is Hugh's listening to this, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Cronenberg. <laughs> It's a slightly higher level of fizzy face. <laughs> From Europe. Yeah, Danish exactly, fizzy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, But I call it Gronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um, post-match, Mark Cooper reveals that uh, Jake Hyde and Reese Murphy are out for the long term rather than the short future, term. I think he said, <clears> didn't he? <throat> yeah. Um, and that he's working to get somewhere or someone's coming in on Monday, which sounds exciting. Um, what do we think? Well, at the start of the season, our biggest concern was keeping both Jake Hyde and Reese Murphy fit. And that was going to be a big, uh, uh, a big factor in us being successful through the season. And we've made it to the end of January um, <laughs> and we've been successful, but uh, sadly, um, yeah, sounds like bad ones for both. I mean, the, the both innocuous ones as well. I mean, Hyde when he, uh, sorry, Murphy at Taunton when he just, just hit the floor, didn't he, straight away and came off. And Hyde's last week as well, sort of, he had that header and then all of a sudden he was, you know, hopping around on one leg for the rest of the afternoon. So, yeah, disappointing ones. I'm I'm just so gutted for them. I'm gutted for them. And shout out the South End fans that have found my tweet and uh, seem to be enjoying the fact that these two are out for the end of the season. It seems, I mean, the foreseeable makes me think the fact that someone's coming in, whether we will see them before the end of the season, I don't know, but it doesn't look too likely. Um, oh, just gutted. I mean, I was kind of thinking about it um, and I, I knew about it before the kickoff and I knew he was going to have to confirm it uh, post-match. Would have taken 15 goals from Reese Murphy, probably. 
I mean, I know a, few, a lot of them came in the FA Cup, but that was a great run, a good payday for the club. It's probably been worth the risk. Um, and, and Jake Hyde as well. Like, I know he hasn't played a lot of minutes, but he's been influential when he's come on. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know what sort of contracts they're on or what wages they're on or anything like that, but it probably feels, especially Murphy, that it has been worth it. I just hope it's not the end of their... Yeovil Town career because particularly Murphy just the way he came back and just hit the ground running like he'd never left it's it is gutting isn't it it is just gutting and some of these players just seem so unlucky with injuries and like you say it's not even it's not it doesn't feel like there's a big reason it's just one of those yeah. things I mean I was at Taunton and I, I think I accused him of uh wasting time at the time so that's <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm sure he's running down the clock here, and then he goes. But it off. was one of those. It was yeah, it one just, of those because he didn't. Like he wasn't any... even near anyone. No, it didn't look like anything had happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, when you look at the previous two seasons Reese Murphy had with us, it's very similar as well, isn't it? Because I think he might have got like obviously his National League Premier, but I think he got like 17 or something in a season. But it, it, it's about February time that he. Yeah, if the, the, the injuries really start to, to kick in, then we don't really see a great deal of him. So, uh, to, to, to be honest with you, I'm I'm think it's amazing that he's got this far without having a serious injury. I, I know they've obviously managed his minutes really well. Hyde, I think, is, is a bit different. He scored important goals as opposed to, you know, as many goals as he's capable of. Um, and I don't think anybody uh, expected either of them to be regular starters. Um, I don't think anybody suggested that they would be, but um, I I think it's remarkable that that Murphy has got this far, given his entire career has he's had he's had injuries, isn't he? Because you ever think about what his career might have been? Yeah, like, oh. well, he must think about. He it, must think, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he will tell us you don't start in Arsenal's academy unless you've got something about you. I don't think so. He scored in a North London derby. There you go. <laughs> What was that? The Hertfordshire Senior Cup or something like that? <laughs> no, he scored Are in the Carling. Level? He scored in the oh. Carling Cup for Arsenal against Tottenham. Yeah, what a man! I'm just. Oh, I'm gonna miss. I miss watching him. I just. I think. Uh, one one thing I will say about um, uh, St Albans is I think we re we did miss the like a bit of devilment that the two of them bring off the bench. We uh, I think if we could have brought either of them off the bench in that second half, we could have caused him a a, a different kind of problem. I think um, is neither is, mm, is devilment like poop housery. No, I, I I just think they they just find themselves in positions that. Suddenly, defenders turn round and they're there. It's like a little bit of little, little bit of black magic or whatever, isn't it? But yeah, they've got <laughs> they've got that about them as well, haven't they? I mean, Reece I think Murphy, it's their experience, their experience, experience isn't yeah. it? Like Sam Sam Pearson isn't going to make those runs because he's a winger who's yeah. playing through the middle at the moment, and Jordan Young is a wide forward rather than a centre forward, and Frank Nuble is not that kind of striker either. It's just that on the centre backs all the time, yeah, like. Reese Murphy just constantly taking a risk of a flag not going up and always being sort of on the shoulder. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to replace their experience, are we? I mean, a few names have been bandied around on social media. Ollie Thomas is always on the lips of Yeovil Town supporters, isn't he? After he left, and I think he's been injured 
um, and been out for a little bit since you left Newport. Um, yeah. His Instagram says he's ready to go again as of Sunday. So. Oh, does it? It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey. he's, he's back. there's a pitch. I don't know if it's a new video, but there's a video of him scoring a goal for what looks like a Bristol City youth team. But yeah, I mean, when I talk about focal point, he would be that kind of focal point, I think, because he's he's a more of a physical presence. He's not like a you know knock it up to the big man kind of player, but as a focal point, I think he could be. He's not Reese Murphy, and he's, he's not he's not Jake Hyde, but um, yeah, um, I wouldn't be disappointed. No, me either. I'd like that combination of the experience and the know-how of Frank Nuble alongside. The only time I can remember seeing it was happened. <laughs> I've tried to I've tried to blank that out of my memory. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. You've uh, also though you've also got that relationship with Sam Pearson, yeah, yeah. as well through the academy so you know i think there's that if if it's um if that's what it's going to happen you know there's that relationship there as well watch this space by the time people are listening they might even know more than we do no wouldn't be the first time we've been outdated (laughs) (laughs) right should we do a bit on slough yeah. Yeah. Dave, do you want to tell tell your story? <laughs> story was had a, a French exchange student when I was at school uh, and me and a friend of mine were looking at um, football results and he, he pointed to Slough Town in the uh, in the newspaper. That's how long ago I went to school. And uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what is this slough? <laughs> like, which I, I thought was impressive that anybody who doesn't speak English as a first language could know that GH made an F sound. But uh, yeah, what is this slough? So that is the question we ask on Tuesday night. What is this slough? Well, it is a good question because they've beaten Bath City away from home. Uh-huh. They've beaten Maidstone at home. They drew with Worthing away, but then they lost to yeah. Weymouth. And at the weekend, they lost to Dover. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's like they're a bit mid-table, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure, they did um, something in the cup this year, didn't they? Or maybe in the earlier rounds. I remember that they've got they got player manager, haven't they? Davies. I remember him scoring like a brilliant free kick. Um, Scott Davies, maybe. Anyway, yeah, who I think has just signed a new contract as well. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, so we asked Barry Linton what to do against him, do we? <laughs> Weymouth beat him. Uh, yeah. I don't know if was he there then? 13th of Jan. God, January's been a long month, hasn't it? Yeah. We're still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, still, we're still going. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those. Another back at home. I think Matt Worthington put it quite well that it was, um, they were happy that they were going to have a game on Tuesday rather than have a, a week to wait. Well, he was quite downbeat, wasn't he? He was sort of <laughs> almost like it was a loss. He was turning it around on Tuesday and this all this sort of um Venice, the, 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 the but... review we've given <laughs> sounds quite downbeat when I listened to it as well. So it probably uh, it probably tells you where we are at the he I mean he, he I actually speaking to him, he didn't seem too down. I think they were frustrated, but he didn't seem too down um 
like we've got two games in hand. We've got two games in hand. Yeah. We all know. He managed. <laughs> he managed to phrase "we go again Tuesday" about like four different times. <laughs> um. <laughs> did he? Did he do it in different ways? Like we go again Tuesday. On Tuesday we go again. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll make it right on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take home all three points on Tuesday, and I think there was another one. But. Oh, well, let's hope let's hope he's he is proven correct. I mean, home form. Uh, you, you you can't bet against us in home form, can you? No, and I don't know if this one's a streamer or not. Can we to stream this game? Yeah, because the National League have now changed their their streaming policy, haven't they? When they decide um, what's uh, what get they're going to pick which games are shown National League's North and South. Um, but they said that was from the start of February. So, presumably... Oh, this one will make the cut then. Just about, yeah. Just about makes the cut, I think. I mean, it's the National League, isn't it? So, who knows? They just make stuff yeah. up as they go along, don't they? <laughs> Appointed they seem to. a certain somebody to their board, for crying out loud. That's that's their decision-making. <clears throat> Dave. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Um, should we take some questions then? popping up on my suggested friends on Facebook, by the way. Does he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I might need to add him just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Not back in football yet, then? <laughs> Funny thing, that, isn't it? Yeah. Right, questions, here we go. quick. Move me on, move me on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't need a monologue. Um uh, Hugh, Hugh, Clarence Park, a tidy little ground and one of the best away day experience I've had in quite a while. What would Sheridan and Coatsy Boy steal from the SAC Stadium set up to further enhance the Hewish Park experience? I would steal the Wi-Fi and technology connection. <laughs> no. Um, what, and take that to Hewish Park? Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> Um, well, I I didn't review it, but the the food got yeah, rave reviews. Yeah. So I think the the the, the food, although um, the 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 beer was supposed to be quite good as well. There there's a lot of um, outlets on both sides of the ground as well. It was quite well quite well served once you once you got inside the ground. Yeah, I liked that the as you walked in there was the screen with the the Maidstone game on. That was pretty cool. I I, I liked that just wandered around those screens on the side of this ground pretty old school that was good it was yeah i think he's right it was great great atmosphere great experience i think um they've, they've really made an effort yeah i it remember a decent oh. crowd there as well wasn't there we, we took like 400 or so but two and a half i think the, yeah yeah only here for mm. i hear to watch yoga <laughs> very true yeah there was a uh, there was a song about cool. uh, about that in the uh, in the first hour. You've seen the <clears throat> now get off home. I'm not going to say oh, what okay. the word was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it began with a C. Were you and singing it? Wasn't it? Rude. No, I wasn't singing it. No. Okay. <laughs> Andy Craig was roaring it in my ear in the first half. Though. <laughs> yeah. Uh for, uh, this one's from Debs. Uh, was Mark Cooper correct in using the word selfish with regards to some moves in front of goal? HP Source does show at least four times where the ball could or should have been passed to have a better chance of scoring. Uh, he, he didn't say that to me, so I'm guessing he said that. In... 
Yeah, it was on the on the official um, thing. Yeah, he, he did use the word selfish. Um, I would assume he used that in the dressing room. So if he's used it in the dressing room, there's no reason he can't, as long as he didn't use it in the media and not in the dressing room. But I imagine he made his feelings pretty clear. I mean, he yeah. was he was annoyed, which, you know, and there, there's an argument, isn't there, that we're at this level for a reason. And if you, you don't take those chances, you, you've got to learn that, you know, when you're in a better position like that, Passing is probably the better option. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's a, an issue. It wasn't particularly um, harsh. I've heard managers say worse things about, yeah. about players. And I'm sure, you know, he probably didn't even need telling, did he, that, um, that he'd made those those errors and probably should have passed the ball. I, I think Frank might have had a quiet word in his ear as well, maybe on a couple of occasions. <laughs> Well, what's worse, hearing from from Coop? Wow, exactly, yeah. Frank, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> One in each ear. Oh like... god. <laughs> I think I think I'd back my chances to run away from Mark Cooper quicker than I would run away from Frank <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Debs also wants to know: Was yesterday the best footy scran ever? I think we've we've covered the scran. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no one here sampled it either, other than yeah. the smell and the look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did have a question from Debs, which she didn't ask, but she said she was going to ask. And this is to you, Ian, because she All wants right. to know when the first Glover's Cast episode was. How far back does it go? Because I made it clear to her that I was nothing to do with it for a very long time, until about <laughs> 70 uh, uh, uh 2020. 2020? Was it COVID? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was before COVID. Right. Um. Yeah, like January, January twenty twenty was when I started doing it. We were on a terrible run. Yeah. <laughs> and then we won at was it Dover when Mark Richard scored oh, the world? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the world, then the world changed. Yeah. Yeah. We did, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. So started they before have, COVID. They have a good burger, <laughs> Dover. Last game of the season, we played Dover. I think. They have a good burger as well. The Crabble Burger is called. I've spoken about it before. It's brilliant. Yes, you have. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, there you go, Deb. That's the answer. <laughs> 2020, January. Before the world Early doors. <laughs> uh, Chris Fox says, uh, with the song, We're On Our Way, why is it the Football League and not the National League that we're on our way to? Because we are on our way to the Football League. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, a bit of ambition. Might, 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 might take a bit longer. Um, to get there, I, I do. Yeah, I do. I do have to say that it it, it did fluctuate, um, <laughs> and I, and I think it might have been people shouting national at the uh, uh, really <laughs> loud, and suddenly people start to to, to cotton on. Um, but yeah, the uh, first box. Yeah, ambition. First episode of the Glovers Cast was twenty third of January, twenty twenty, yeah. uh, uh, ahead of a game against Woking that we lost one nil. Sounds like it's worth listening to. <laughs> Who was on it? You? Uh, Dave Pryor of Three Valleys ah, Radio. There you go. Yeah. OG. OG. Original Glover's caster. Uh, with the striker, this is also from Foxy, with the striker position being strengthened, do you feel that with Smith's injury, we might need a backup right back for a short time or can we cover? 
There's other right back questions as well. Clevo's asked who will play at right back in Michael Smith's absence. Worthington, Williams, Dawes, or Sendles White may switch to a back three with Dawes at right wing back, or will we bring in short term cover on loan? No wing backs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no wing backs, yeah. And not yeah. Matt Worthington because no. he's been too good in his position. There's no need. That was that was a last ditch situation, wasn't it, when we played him at right back? Yeah. Um, like Lawson playing right back in that was it Altrinham at the end of the season it was like um, yeah because yeah, he was the only sort of fit person on the pitch and I think he might have even been carrying several knocks <laughs> at that point anyway so uh, yeah. scored at the weekend Lawson I saw yeah yeah uh, I mean Dawes Hours or Whittle I would say probably one of those three um, I mean Sender was white Sender quite played at right back at Western didn't he yeah but he hasn't yeah. played since then. <laughs> no, for 45 yeah. minutes, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he did all right, though. Um, yeah, he did. But whether he's ready to... Is it, do you want to bring somebody who's been in a long-term injury and play him not in his actual position? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd probably say... Do, well, depends what he wants to do, doesn't he? I mean, I'm sure Mark Cooper knows more about Slowtown than any of us, but um, I'd imagine doors if you want someone that's going to get forward a bit more if that's down that right side is what we do or like you said before Sheridan the whittle if he's got that in his locker then down the right side perhaps I'd say one of those three though hedging your bets yeah exactly <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you three answers <laughs> rather than one can't wait so we don't <laughs> Yeah, we'll get it wrong. We'll sign someone on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> someone else. Um, Godly. Uh, evening, guys, and Sheridan. Will it be Ollie Thomas joining us tomorrow? This is from Jonathan Adams. We can only hope. We can only hope, John. Uh, Fur Tree Farm would like to know what happened to the Audi sponsored kit and where could I buy one from? I think that was a one time deal. Yeah. I think it was. It was. It was always going to be a one-off for that Wrexham game, wasn't it? Um. So yeah, but can you buy one? I don't think so. Check your check your local Aldi. <laughs> might be <laughs> might be one knocking around in there, mightn't it? So yeah. And uh, finally, from Mister Pro Pilot, is it concerning how we cannot seem to finish chances? Not as concerning as it was last season. <laughs> I'm going to say so. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's concerning. Frustrating, it definitely is, and uh, and was. And I mean, if if, if we all, if we all take a step back, we look at the amount of goals we have scored this season. I yeah. don't think we could be too critical about our overall ability to finish chances. Um, yes, yesterday was. Um, no, yeah, yesterday or Saturday. Yeah, yesterday because because we got a point and didn't win. You yeah. know, we missed chances against Hemel, but we won two 0 So who cares? Yeah. I, I just don't think it's a, an issue. It was an issue yesterday. That's it. Um, and you analyse that after the game. But I don't think it's an actual issue. I mean, what are we, we're still the second top scorers. But it's just not It's not an issue. <laughs> no. I'll take it over last season for sure. Uh, Mr. Pro Pilot would also like to know, uh, for Sheridan, what were you doing whilst Radio Somerset comms were down? Stressing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. So me and Gary, <laughs> me and Gary just watched the game. Um, 
I did a half-time update and, and a full-time. Um, but Gary did say he much preferred me on commentary because as a fan, I was up and down and stressing and going, oh, no, oh. So, um, yeah, out of practice being a fan, I should have just gone over into the stands and been done with it. Um, so, yeah, just watched as a fan, which was quite nice, I have to say. I, I do like that to anyone who doesn't listen to BBC Somerset, obviously there's nobody that doesn't, uh, they just think you've got a friend called Gary who's there with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, oh, me and Gary. Gary does Gary, does he, get, does he get as animated as he does in, when he's on call? No, no, not at all. But, um, it's there silent. <laughs> well, yeah, it gives me a lot more tactical analysis, whereas I'm just going, oh, Frank, oh, young, oh. So, <laughs> yeah, but we were, when he was um, laughing at me, getting a bit stressed, um, I was just reminding him of all the times he's gone crazy on comms for Bristol City <laughs> and for Yeovil, it must be said. So, yeah. I uh, I listened to, I think it was the first game when they played West Ham. Oh. Um, and they scored a goal and it like... With the flag. We were talking about yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> and and uh, like, he was so like, he's in! Yes! And, and Ed's yeah, going, come. flag's coming up, the flag's yeah, coming it's up. Offside. Yeah, it's offside. He's very <laughs> offside. <laughs> No, right, it was offside. <laughs> yeah, like really offside, but he was, you know, for a good he was, he was 15 down seconds, stairs. he was celebrating. He was... Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, uh, and, and finally, who is rivals with Miles Tea Company, the only tea company for your thirsty needs? This is not a forced, this is not a placed question, by the way. I was going to say, you can notice Ben's not here because we haven't mentioned Miles Tea once on this episode, have we? But, um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, no, no, no rival, no, no, no rival. There are no rivals. There are no rivals. In but in my kettle, it's the only thing that goes in. Not that I put a tea bag in. Put tea in your kettle. <laughs> You're doing it wrong, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why it didn't taste right. <laughs> it's got all these bits in it. <laughs> boiling tea bags. <laughs> uh, over to Facebook, Andrew Skirton would like to know if Sheridan has a favourite tea. Well, obviously, Miles tea. Um, but I have got. I've got a green. Somerset based. I've got a green tea here, which you know, because hell. Because <laughs> hell, it's not a red wine. <laughs> uh, and on a serious note, from Andrew, Ebbsfleet won our league by twenty points last year and are struggling somewhat in the national league. If we make promotion, how do you think we will do, and what areas do we need to strengthen? I mean. We've said before, I, I I think at the moment our team is a mid-table team, um, in in the in the national league. Although I do think signings like Sam Pearson and you know we'll, we'll judge him in the in the fullness of time, I'm sure, because by one out of ten, one out of seven still uh, uh, sticks by yeah, uh, and Ben will be ruffling his receipts again. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so signing signings like that, I think. Other uh, other ones we're gonna uh, gonna need to make, but I think we need to get experience. Um, so having Joe Day permanently would be a good thing. Um, Michael Smith is he just this season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you, know, you also you... think now that Murphy and Hyde exactly that was gonna are, say yeah are properly injured now that yeah. I've always thought actually going, which is bizarre because we're doing well scoring goals but I do think we'll need some more 
Yeah. And when you look at some of the sizes of squad in the National League yeah. as well, you know, it's we're not going to be competing against as many sort of part-time teams. No. It's going to, yeah, I think might need a bit of a bigger squad. Yeah. And yeah, that experience, yeah. Yeah. Um, we've answered Tim's question on who's going to replace Michael Smith. Um Dan Cabell would like to know, do you think people should be banned wearing other football team shirts inside Hewish Park when watching Yeovil? It's something that really bugs me, and I see it all the time. Man United, Bournemouth, to name a few. In my opinion, it should be stopped. Just Yeovil Town colours. That's almost Clevo voice there, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, Dan's, Dan's well up on his high horse there, isn't he? Um... i probably agree with that. I'd also ban anyone asking me what my actual team is. My second team. <laughs> I don't have a second team. My only team is Yeovil. Um, so, yeah, but I'd back that. I'd back that. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I I think we should be a bit more inclusive than that. But, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going all out for it, why not? <laughs> yeah. Maybe encourage people yeah. to, uh, you know, if it's a young kid, you're not going to tell them, no, you can't come in, you're wearing a Bournemouth shirt or whatever, can you? I think Dan Just lives near Bournemouth. He, he probably, I think Dan probably sees a lot of Bournemouth shirts, and that's probably why it winds him up. One too many at Hewish Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we used to be in the same league as Bournemouth as well, so it's a bit like, yeah, you wouldn't turn up to Yeovil versus Bournemouth in a Bournemouth shirt, would you? Okay. If you were, if it was like a League One game, I know it's not. Yeah, <laughs> and probably won't Pro- be probably, probably that point that he's not <laughs> probably got more to do with it than anything else I think. Yeah. Uh, and the last one here Ryan Croucher we always knew injuries would come how do you think the back line will adjust and is it time for Dylan Morgan to step up or Dill Dill as Mark Cooper called him didn't he mm-hmm. it was funny I was listening to um, whichever the, I forget what the station was the um Hertfordshire station that were covering the game and when Dylan Morgan came on there they were like that's a very Welsh name (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah I I mean I don't really know a great deal about him to be honest with you I I don't remember seeing a huge amount of him uh, when well because he didn't play did he that's why I didn't see a huge amount of him Uh, when when uh, when they they played at our place I don't really um recall him from the cup games either but I'd like to see a bit more of what he was about I don't think when he came on yesterday on on St Albans particularly got an opportunity to see what he did but he obviously comes um well regarded so yeah I'd be I'd be interested to see what what kind of a if we compared him with one of our other midfield players would he be like a sunning kind of player I think he's more like that kind of player than a uh, uh, than a Cooper or Worthington, isn't he? Yes, I think so. He's he's definitely more of like an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Not sure he necessarily carries the ball like Sonny does. No. Um looking at HP Source, Sonny had one of his yeah. games where he was just technically above yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he did uh looks after the ball well, doesn't he, that lad? Yeah. But Mark Cooper said he'd get his chance, didn't he? Um, after the game, he said Morgan would get his chance in the coming week. So we'll see. Yeah. And 
Uh, finally from Ryan, do clubs wait for the Glover's Cast pod to come out before they make announcements which immediately date the podcasts? Ask us in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but in 24 hours, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clubs. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's too many clubs that we talk about other than Yeovil that uh, could could well, possibly. Be. Yeah. Oh no, it, it'd be uh, talking St about St Albans. Yeah, it'd be talking about St Albans. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. their fan did talk a lot about David Noble, I think. But yeah, whose uh, career with Yeovil completely passed me by as well. Two games, I think. So. Career, <laughs> career. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Brief interlude. Yeah. Wonderful. That's your lot, folks. Thank you kindly. On, on to Slough Town. On to Slough. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has. 